HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Tillit NYC, hospitality uniforms for work and life. Look better, feel better, cook better. Visit us at tillitnyc.com. That's T-I-L-I-T-N-Y-C.com. <laughs> uh, we're doing the Albuquerque Social Club. Okay. Albuquerque Social Club is a is actually a, a bar that still exists in Albuquerque. It was the first uh, queer bar and the longest standing queer bar in, in Albuquerque. It opened in the 70s under another name, but started operating under this name in the uh, 80s. Um, it's one of my favorite places. It's very divey. It's very inclusive. Uh, it's, the floors are always sticky. Um, With what? <laughs> uh, don't ask, don't tell. Um, Welcome back to The Build, our newest season of Opening Soon. We are your hosts. I am Jenny Goodman. And I'm Alex McCreary. On the last episode of The Build, we talked about mental health and self-care and how that fits into the building process of your new restaurant. Hearing from Eric about how he's been impacted by renovations and timeline changes, as well as what he's doing to make sure he takes care of himself. So today we're starting the clock on the final countdown. It's the final countdown. I can't hold a tune. Apologies in advance, team. Eric and Lonnie posted to Ursula's Instagram that they are opening on April 12th, so the clock is ticking. Today you'll hear how they're dealing with the pressure of ticking everything else off of that to-do list ahead of opening day. So let's go. I'm, I'm recording for a podcast being made about the restaurant, so I'm just getting all of the sound of like the truck and everything. Of course. We sent one of our production team members, H. Conley, down to Ursula 1.0 to see how moving day was going. Let's go! How's it loading? Yeah. Um, you know, not bad. Not bad. That was a couple, couple issues, but it was solved. Okay, yeah. And can I actually ask your name? Dave. Dave? And you're with the... Me? This is, this is my company, actually. So I... I run the moving company, so I do, you know, installations, you know, the assembling, reassembling, you know, moving the stuff, you know, the commercials, local, you know, like residentials. Cool. Basically, th- th- that's what we do. Right. Okay. Thank you. I'll let you b- get back to work. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah. 
would you mind telling me a bit about like the state the restaurant's in at the moment? The state of the restaurant is mildly chaotic, but leaps and bounds more organized than it was previously during this uh, podcast series. <laughs> We're just putting in all the final the final pieces, all the little. Uh, well, we're bringing in all the equipment for the kitchen, all the tables, all the shelving, and some of our backyard furniture. But uh, we're like 80% there. The other one's going to go against that wall right there. Yeah, but we need to put the table first because we can put it on top of something in the underneath as well. Come on. That's going down. Nice. That's okay. That's my grandma. That's Ursula. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's painting, right? I think it's, it's just the way that they print. They printed it. That it looks like a painting. I think it's just the style of print. Because oh. you see the little brush strokes, but I think really? it's just well, the, it's nice. I think the canvas that they printed on. Probably. Yeah. Oh, wow, nice. It looks like it. Okay, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that um, hanging in the last version of Ursula? For a short period of time. When I went home in December, I convinced my grandma to give it to me. And oh, so it nice. sat on top of the espresso machine for the last couple months. Nice. Has she been to Ursula's? Not to this location. She'll be here next week. Just like that? Yep, perfect. Good. Okay. So, good. Is this a is this the stand mixer? Yeah, this is the this is the workhorse for the pastry kitchen. It's a twenty quart uh, Hobart. How much? Do you know how much it weighs? When I've had to lift it, I think it weighs around like two hundred seventy-five or three hundred pounds. It's definitely a two to three person job. Yeah. My guy Dave is moving us. Dave is like a G. Do you want help with that? Dave is a G. Dave's between like work stuff and home stuff. Dave's moved me like, this is probably the eighth time I've done a move with Dave. Every time somebody's like, I need a good mover who's trustworthy, who's not gonna rip me off, who's gonna show up, I always prefer Dave. So if your listeners out there need a good mover, uh, let me know. It's Dave. He's great. Um, but I'm here now. How are you feeling? Tired. Did you sleep last night? No, because I didn't get home until 2. What? You were here? Yeah, Matt Diaz came by. Oh, Lord. Matt likes to drink, <laughs> basically. So they're probably here just celebrating and... Um, and all that, but it's exciting. Moving day, you know. I need to clean that thing. I don't know where he said he wanted it. Do you remember? Do you remember where he said he wanted that? What? Do you remember where he said he wanted this? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He just told me, but I don't know. He asked me to clean it before it went somewhere, but I don't know where he said he wanted it. I think he said the basement. Thank you.
I'm, uh, I'm listening. Yeah. You're like, let's play it back. Yeah. Oh, we'll find out. Roll the tape. I, where is it going? Okay, cool. Spicy with it. What has the like moving process been like emotionally so far? Hmm, that's a good question. I think in terms of like impact, it's had absolutely the most impact on Eric. I mean, obviously, you know, for him this, he's been searching for a place to move for a year. You know, he's had several places that were almosts or maybes. Um, that can go downstairs with the one that just went down there. By Cebu. So he's been through a lot of different things in the process of finding a place and then he's found this place and it's just been like, it's just been a lot. Like you think you can plan and you think you know, but it's kind of like becoming a parent in a way as, you can put that in the kitchen. Kitchen's okay, yeah, thank you. Um, as I am a parent, uh, the parallel for me is definitely like you you can prepare and you can think that you know what you're getting into and you can want something and it's like a commitment and it's a change. Um, it's a little less permanent than being a parent. There's ways to wiggle out, I suppose. But, you know, the parallel being that you don't fully know what you're getting into until you're in it. And there's always going to be a surprise and things are always going to take longer than you expect or there's going to be like a surprise and he's just dealt with a lot of those and he's been working full-time in the first restaurant you know he's he's busy he's a busy guy and he's also like a workaholic and um I personally think an undiagnosed uh, ADHDer who is addicted to adrenaline and cortisol uh which you know I can relate to but me personally like I stay like very neutral on a lot of things like so the emotional toll hasn't been crazy on me. I, I would say the place that affects me more is sort of like our interpersonal. You know, we've been friends for a really long time. We've worked on projects together for a really long time, but like he's my boss now. And really understanding working intimately and navigating with like a new interpersonal and sort of power dynamic and expectations and just the ways that people work together and your sort of orientation to conflict or misunderstanding or communication breakdown, you know, we have a foundation of that in a different capacity and sort of there's I think we both have a fear of like working together damaging our friendship or ruining our friendship so that for me I think that that's where the emotional toll has come in um has there been anything that was like very stressful about the like process of loading out like closing the last restaurant the last few days I haven't been in charge of that you know, so me personally, no, but I haven't been in charge of that. Eric's been in charge of that. Um, but I'm sure that it has been for him. Um, you know, and we got to like get all this stuff in here. Like, where's all this shit going to go? We don't know. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's got to be in front of you, but we gave ourselves a couple days to like clean, organize, like get everything into its position. And then training's going to start on Thursday. So it's like, we have time to like do what we need to do with all the stuff that's coming in here. So that'll be good. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we're right where we need to be. It feels very pressurized because we're opening next week and we've got a lot to do. And like, we're, we are building the plane as we're flying it. Like the employee handbook's not done. Training materials are not created. Rough outlines are there and like some stuff's there. It's not as if we have zero, but like, it's a very different modality of work than what I'm doing right now. It's like sit and focus and flow. Whereas, like, this is just, like, what's next, what's next, what's next? It's, it's not fighting fires, because they're not exactly fires, but it's just, like, things just come up, and, you know, you're just in a different work mental state. Yes. You want to put it, uh, plug it in? Yes, please. Thank you, babe. So that was them getting the refrigerator through the front of the restaurant and then through this doorway that was way smaller than the refrigerator was. And it was very tense. And uh, I was uh, on the edge of my seat seeing that uh, uh, getting the, the really tall refrigerator off the dolly, nobody getting any fingers crushed or... Um, toes crushed or anything but the fridge is in place and plugged in now. <laughs> you must be kidding. No. Well, That's what we're good for, right? That's what we're good for. Yeah, and, and, a, and a little bit. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Who's the best? Yeah. Who's the best? Me. Dave's the best. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing on Tuesday next week? Next week on Tuesday? Oh, I don't know. Well, if you're around, you should come and eat. We're doing like a soft open, like friends and family. So we're just feeding, feeding oh, people. Okay. So Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, and then, no, what, sorry, um, Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. Not Tuesday, Wednesday. will be okay. open for business. I don't want to promise you, but, you know, oh, yeah, I'll take a note. I'm just, I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If you're around, you're around. Sure. Tonight, okay. Tonight. No, no. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. No, thank you. After the excitement of moving day, we caught up with Eric and Lonnie to see what was on the checklist for this week. Hello. Hi. We are, just for the record, today is Wednesday, April 5th, and that's all I got. I wanna... Trump was indicted yesterday. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not give it any more press than it's already getting. <laughs> let's, let's move on to more exciting things, like the 1.0 is closed, 2.0 is almost open. How's it going? T-minus How was the move? Where are we dialing in from today, Eric? I am uh, coming to you live from Ursula's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom at 2.0. All right. All good podcasts yeah. start in the bathroom. All good. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried downstairs. There's a lot of. There's still a lot of construction going on here, um, so it's very loud in this space. So, Eric, you guys closed up Sunday this past Sunday at 1.0 and you hauled all the stuff over and now it's in your space. How did the move go? How does everything fit? How's it going? Um, yes, we hired movers to get all the big equipment. There's still a lot of stuff over there. I did like four trips in a SUV also bringing food and smallers fit. Some of the stuff that I was planning in my head isn't, doesn't fit. So I've had to order some new tables. We're maneuvering a few things around. Um, well, I'm just trying to come into the bathroom. Uh, and also that they opened the, they turned the handle. I'm, you said you wanted me to come I'm, in. Oh, Lonnie's trying to come in here. Did you? You specifically <laughs> told me to come in. 
Not in here. Well, I'm glad you're not. Did you going break to... the? Did you just turn the handle? <laughs> we need to get that fixed then, because it was locked. <laughs> I thought you unlocked it. No. Uh, <laughs> well, she <laughs> were. All right, well, we're, we're learning. Add that to the punch list. The bathroom lock doesn't work. Oh, hi, Lonnie. I have to give her an AirPod. They said hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> Lonnie and I are now joining you from the bathroom. Hi. And where she barged in on me with the locked door. It wasn't a barge. <laughs> I knocked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But actually, I'm really glad that you said that because it really illustrates the level of delusion that Eric is at um, and, and desperation and uh, stress. Uh, uh, so kidding, not kidding. We are to go back to where we were before I was interrupted <laughs> so uh, in the camp. <laughs> uh, yes, we got all the equipment moved over here. Um, it it's like a like a firestorm in here right now. There's stuff everywhere because our contractor is still working. Um, we thought he was gonna be done, so <laughs> his tools are everywhere um, right now. So we can't really organize. We have to kind of wait till he's done. Ideally, today I'm going to be turning on all the equipment at its highest output and make sure that we don't blow, <laughs> blow anything. Uh, and Which is important because we're training tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to start training tomorrow, prepping on Friday and Saturday. I haven't created any training materials. I'm not even done with the handbook. Then you should get off this call. I am there. going to get onto this call. I should have not even been organizing all the shit I organized. Uh, so we're. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. Well, the espresso machine was installed yesterday. Hey, woohoo! I, I, I'm sure you're hitting that hard now. Have you been pulling test shots left and right? No, because I forgot the coffee at the I've other store. I don't have the Adderall beans here. It's <laughs> yeah, what's the mixing up Adderall cocktails for me? <laughs> <laughs> what does the contractor have left that you are expecting him to be done with? Uh, there's a light switch. It's just like a punch list. It's like, a, it's just few things here and there. Like right in this moment, he's, when he put the, the, um, sorry, outlets for the sconces in, he oriented them backwards and it made the cords for the sconces look really messy because they're plugged in. And so he's got to like turn them all around because the ground is just facing wrong. And so the cord does this weird bow. So he's just, he's doing that right now, but it's a punch list of all just little bits and bobs here and there. Like when you hooked up the espresso machine, it's all hot water to the espresso machine as opposed to cold. He said he cut into that water pipe after everybody left last night. Did he tell you that? Uh, no, he, I was here till oh. with him. He was here late. Uh, we got to do that. Put the ice machine in and then um, the, he was installing the broiler today. So we were waiting on all the electric components and outlets for all the equipment. That was the big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, if I don't have to hear another hammer drill four feet from my head again in my life, I'm going to be a happy person. <laughs> or at least until the next restaurant. So is yeah, it I don't know who like you're talking to. I don't know who you're talking to. Jenny is toxic. We were friends until 10 seconds ago. You're a toxic person, Jenny. Love you guys. Just want to see the best for your business. Uh, we, you know, this is all, all, all entrepreneurs are a little bit masochistic, guys. This is what we do. Um, no, yeah, our uh, landlord also decided last night at like 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. to be like, oh, I have a really important uh, recording tomorrow. Can you guys not do any construction? And I was like, what? Oh, yeah, totally. No. <laughs> Um, I'm, I am like the queen of like petty professional emails. 
Um, if you, I can, that's also my, that's my other new side hustle. If you need a petty, petty professional email composed, send it to me. Um, $25 a paragraph. They're spicy. I basically tell them to go <laughs> in like the sweetest way possible. Um, but I, it's my, it's my kink. I don't, I can't help it. I'll be hiring you. <laughs> he knows we're opening next week. So I just don't understand like. 10 p.m. being like, oh, yeah, can you guys halt construction tomorrow so that I can record? Get out of here. Sounds like a control power play more than anything. Yeah, I was like, can you change your recording time so we can do our construction? Because we're actually not going to not do construction. So it's up to you. But, you know, let us know what you decide for yourself. (laughs) I feel like he's a bad Craigslist roommate. I'll be like, no, that doesn't work. And that's selfish. And he'll be like, oh, right, it is selfish. Um, (laughs) And so it's not as if he doesn't... It's not as if you don't like straight up. We lost you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I think they're still actually actively talking, most likely. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, boy. Today could be hard. <laughs> yep. Okay. Offline. All right. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues with the remote recording. Wi-Fi and bed was just not cooperating this day. Yeah. This can just be a very meta podcast moment. But look, we, we, this is just acknowledging the messiness of the situation <laughs> of attempting to do this while you guys are in the middle of everything. It's, it's, it's okay. Are you able to hear us now? Oh, Eric, did we lose you again? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to call him. Yeah, okay. Hi. Hi. So I, I don't want to waste your time because I know you guys are so busy. So why don't... Um, Okay, perfect. All right, so I'm going to text you a bunch of stuff right now. I'll just send it to you and Lonnie in a group chat. Does that work? Okay, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. How are you feeling? You're okay? All right, I'm sending you all the good vibes and deep breathing for you. Remember to breathe. Uh, I will. All right, I'll get those questions answered for you after John leaves. Okay, and yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry, the Wi-Fi is so spotty. Yeah, I don't know what's up with it today. All right. Final stretch. Okay. We got this. We're Final there. stretch. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Alex and I started Till It about 10 years ago. I can't even believe it's been that long that we've been working together. It feels like an eternity, but also <laughs> yesterday. Thanks. And since then, we've outfitted hundreds of thousands of chefs. We're so thankful for this community, as well as 6,000 restaurants across the country and globe even. Alex, can you tell our listeners about Till It, what makes it so special and why we got started? Sure. We got started with Till It basically out of necessity. I had been a chef for a long time and I just didn't feel, you know, prideful in what I was wearing. I felt like the clothes were outdated. Um, They weren't that comfortable or functional. And so I essentially turned to uh, street clothes. And then that's sort of the point where we realized that, hey, maybe we should do something about this. And we started small with, you know, a few pieces. And, you know, I think that we, the biggest, you know, advantage of what Tillit is, is that we started with a commitment to modernizing our uniforms 
and working with the people actually wearing the clothes. So everything is super functional. We think about utility first, then we think about aesthetics, comfortability, ease of washing. Um, so it's really workwear that you can wear in the kitchen and then also uh, continue to wear when you're out on the street. So if you're interested in getting some fresh gear for yourself or for your team, we have a treat for you, our loyal Opening Soon listeners. You can get 10% off when you visit us at tillitnyc.com. That's T-I-L-I-T-N-Y-C.com with the code Opening Soon. Opening Soon. Welcome back to The Build. In the week between closing Ursula 1.0 and opening 2.0, Eric and Lonnie were busy training the new and the old staff on their new cocktail offerings. So tips, tips is basically like a food handler's card, but for liquor. And it's part of our um, like safe safety plan for having a liquor license. I won't name names. <laughs> but we I'll get to why I said that in a second in this place something that's new as the people who are here know and the people who are coming in don't have to know yet we now have a liquor license in our old space we were right across the street from a church beer and wine wasn't even possible yeah yeah it was it was the permits but you know I could get one. It was a permit. Uh, uh, listen, <laughs> I already it. told you I am building the plane as I'm flying. I, I, I need you come in with a truth. I like, <laughs> I like <laughs> honesty and transparency. Never let, but good, never let the truth stand in the way of a good story. Anyways, we didn't have a liquor license, and we have one now. And it's really important that we we have a whole sort of like protocol around like making sure that we're protecting our liquor license, that we're serving responsibly. I mean, honestly, part of that is the batch cocktails, but it's basically part of our protocol to make sure that like we keep our liquor license in good standing because there's New York has a, they're called dram laws, and they're just laws around like over-serving people, if the tips that protocol goes through like what you do when you're like somewhat wasted and like being crazy and like what our legal responsibilities are around serving and then cutting people off from being served. Yeah, because if you over-serve someone, it's you. Like you're in Right. Like you can, <laughs> you can be in trouble, you can personally. be held responsible yeah. personally for like if somebody's like wasted because you're like, oh, let me just keep serving you drinks because you're giving me money and you're tipping me really well. If they decide to go get in their car and then mow down somebody like on Putnam, that's a you thing. And we don't want any type of scenarios like that for any of you. Good question. Um, I have my serve safe food managers and my serve safe alcohol. Cool. It's good that you have that. We'll talk about it later. Over to you guys. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, hi, I'm John. Um, I, uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what Eric told you about me, but, um, I used to bartend for a long time. I started at PDT, which is this cocktail bar in the East Village, and then I worked for Momofuku for nine years, where I was the bar director for the group. And I opened 10 restaurants for them over the course of my time there. Uh, as Eric said, the idea for this cocktail program was to be very easy and accessible. Uh, that's my whole kind of vibe in general. Like that, The book over there that's coming out in a few weeks is a very silly cocktail book. My first book is very much like about like making things very easy for people, so I like to make things like the opposite of complicated and 
lofty, and so um, this is definitely a reflection of that, and also just a reality of the space that we have and the kind of staffing model that Eric has put in place. Uh, so everything here is batched, so it's like there's no need to be like, you'll see me doing that, but it's just because we don't have the big batches set up yet. Um, and there's really nothing like special about these drinks making them batchable. It's just the way that we prepare them. So these drinks are all like I could put them on a menu at a cocktail bar, and you could have a bartender shake them up to order, and it would be like more or less the same drink. It's just a matter of how we think about getting it to the to the end user, to the customer. Um, and I think you went over the whole like New Mexico vibe of everything. Uh, the love, names, but I love, I love the names. I'm bad at names, so Eric giving me a list of things to call the cocktails is really helpful. Um, so I guess we're just gonna start with the not even, which is a juniper lemonade. Um, when I, I'll, I'll introduce the name itself too. Yeah, because you, you're the you're the authority. Uh, so it's literally just a lemonade spec. Uh, it, this the sheet you have is probably missing salt. Unless Lonnie added it. I don't think we added it yet. Yeah, so it's basically like a little bit of salty lemonade uh, with juniper that's been infused. You make a simple syrup with juniper and then you just basically boil water and steep juniper in that. So that's like the dilution um, aspect of it. So it's a pretty junipery. This is a very generic juniper. Eric, you're going to use something more specific. So they might be a little bit different, but this is like the general gist of the drink. I don't know how you want to like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's your like? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I feel like maybe you guys can each have your own glass and you raise your glass and we can pour oh, out just like, I can probably make another one too. Yeah, and also missing from this sheet that Eric is adding is um, we're going to top it with a little bit of sparkling water. Not even is uh, like a, a phrase that back home people will use to like negate negate something they'll just be like are you gonna drink that or not even are you gonna go to are you gonna go to church or not even so it's always like it's always a or what or not even so that's where that came from <laughs> and he chose not even for this one because it doesn't have any alcohol uh. <laughs> so he's showing you the cocktails what they'll look like in the glass and then we'll pour it out for you um and again they're all batched so they're all also priced according to a very specific volume in the glass. Um, we've been talking about what that's going to look like and I think we just might have like guides on a glass that just always stays there so you can pour next to it. Um, go ahead and come up here and grab um, If anybody wants to taste... Somebody got to describe it for me. And this one doesn't have alcohol in it right now so... Um, but if anybody wants to taste but not like consume you can we can give you a glass to spit out in this is the choice this is the official glitter choice okay cool we had a, a glitter moment yesterday and then we'll edible silly string and then we'll need like, lime juice that needs to happen yeah cheese yeah i was just gonna say cocktail and cheese so that's what it looks like cheese whiz ring <laughs> yeah, no, green yeah. chili cheese whiz. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that's good. I would, so, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> um, do you have enough for me too? Yeah. Ahead of their first official opening day, Team Ursula had a friends and family night. These came out of Uncle Ernie's garage. Oh my gosh. He gave, he gave those to me when I was visiting last time. 
What you're hearing now is the Ursula, Eric's grandmother, seeing Ursula the restaurant for the first time during the friends and family soft opening. Yeah, they're heavy. So meta. And then there's the tables. <laughs> oh, I love the table. <laughs> and they got the turquoise inside. Did Michael make them? Uh, me and Michael worked on them together. We had to shave them down and we got new table bases. He put the turquoise in there and I had to stain them. So how many tables do you have? There's one, two, three, four, five, six tables. Yeah. And then there's seven seats at the bar. So I gotta clear it out a little bit for you, but these are the these are the chairs. Oh my god. These are the chairs for the bar. Those are really unusual. I bought them from Morocco and then we stained them and I cut the bases off to make them fit under the table. Yeah. That is neat. And then you can see into the whole kitchen. Yeah. Michael had these made. <laughs> oh, these yeah. Lights. I saw those on the picture. Yeah. Those are neat. I'm going to... I got to clear some stuff out. I'll show you the backyard. You have a backyard? Yeah, we still got a lot of work to do back here. Oh, my gosh. Um, Careful, Grandma. It's a... It's Eric, this is a lot of work. I know. <laughs> He's been working... He's been working 16 hours a day. So what we're thinking about doing when we get the permission and everything is this concrete area. These will be tables where you can have the dine-in menu for people coming in and ordering the food on plates. But because we are used to, people are used to us selling takeout and being able to eat the burrito and the paper yeah. and sit outside, we're going to do it like communal seating out here. So if you're having stuff to go, you can sit out here just yeah, wherever. Yeah, and then here you can sit down and actually dine. Will you have a seating area back here? Ideally Hopefully. right here. Hopefully. Yeah. We're working on it. What are you drinking? She wants a margarita. I know, I know. Can you got I don't think there's what do I need we to could make, make we could make the one that um, that Tommy start with a glass of wine. No, I can make her the one. That, I need to test that one that uh, John said the Tommy's margarita. Oh yeah, he's gonna make I was so bummed we were trying to make it there to see her see the space, and I got there like 30 minutes after she had left, and apparently she grabbed a margarita to go. She asked the team <laughs> to make her a, a gozi, um, which I'm like icon status only. Next time on the season finale of The Build. I was asking if this if this is real time, like do we know that the podcast has already started airing as of this recording? Because I watched, mm -hmm. I listened to the new episode today and when I walked in today, my like my stress levels peaked because I saw a lot of bodies in here and I knew that it was just a lunch shift. And on we're today's training. episode, um, you were talking about money stressing me out. <laughs> Full circle. The Build is produced by Armin Spingen, Taylor Early, Matt Patterson, Alex McCreary, and me, Jenny Goodman. With field reporting by H. Conley. And a special thanks to Eric C. and Lonnie Holiday for all of their willingness and time to share with us on this journey. A very special thank you to the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts for their support of Taylor's work as the Julia Child Writing Fellow. 
Our audio engineer for this episode is Matt Patterson. This program is supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. Opening Soon is powered by Simplecast. Opening Soon is a production of Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe. Eric's in the can. All right, so where are we dialing in from today, Eric?